Welcome to the Business Results Program. This is how to transform yourself, your team, and your company to perform better and achieve higher results. Let's get started. I'm so happy you're here. My name is Pete Winarski, and I'm the CEO of Win Enterprises LLC. Check out CompleteBusinessTransformation.com and look at the latest posts and resources we put there to serve you. I started this program because I want you to know that it doesn't have to be that hard. Business leaders like you struggle to get results, to build your team, to satisfy customers, to grow your businesses, and to stay sane in the middle of these crazy dynamics going on around you. My team and I have had full careers in business leadership roles, and we get it. We've had the same challenges as you, and we can share what we've learned, and we can make your life easier. In this program, I will be joined by various members of our team and other guests that I know can help you. We will offer new perspectives and share some of the secrets that you're just not hearing about anywhere else. The Business Results Program is your personal journey to improve yourself as you improve your company and achieve your most important goals and deliver the business results that make you and your team happy. Now, let's get to today's episode. Pete here. Today's episode is a special edition where we take one of our recent Facebook Lives and repurpose it to share it here. You can catch these live when they originally air at facebook.com slash Pete Winarski page. And also know that we might decide to put this here on Business Results Radio for you as well. Here we go. Oh my goodness, it's bright out here. Hey, Pete Winarski here. Wow, is it bright. I am the founder and CEO of Win Enterprises LLC. There it is backwards because I didn't set my uh, settings on the phone. Um, welcome to Friday, Facebook Live. And on Wednesday, you might remember, we had a client setting uh, situation with a Q&A that I shared with you. And that was a workshop that we did about virtual teams. And what was interesting is, you know, one of the questions was like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm overloaded, my calendar's full, everybody's doing these review meetings, and I can't seem to find a crack in my day, and then sometimes I'm actually double and triple booked, right? So what do I do? What does that look like? How do I end up um, making the decisions to actually, who do I blow off, basically? Do I blow off my boss? Do I blow off the VP? Do I blow off a client? right um, there's a hierarchy of ways to think about that that we talked about with you the other day now the other thing um, that came up was the corollary or maybe the opposite situation which is what if you are the person calling the meeting in the first place and people are triple booked right so they're like well why would I go to your meeting when my boss is calling me into theirs or I've got I've got a meeting with the CFO so why would I go to your meeting, right? That kind of thing. So what do you do in that case? You know, how do you how do you get to the top of the list, or how do you ensure that you get the information that you need so that you can actually keep progress rolling and, and keep things functioning? Because in the absence of 
you know, if you invited five people to a meeting and two of them showed up, maybe you just wasted those two people's time and you didn't have what you needed. And so now you're stuck and you can't move forward. And now you go and you call the meeting again and try and get all five people there, et cetera, right? So progress can actually be slow if that's the case and you get people blowing you off. So that question was raised and I'll just share, you know, some of the insights that uh, David, David Tweed and I, we shared with them, you know, so think about first of all that it's not a one and done scenario. You are building relationship with the people who you're asking to join your meeting. You, you want them to come to your meeting because of something. What is that? And who are the people that you're inviting in? So if you're reaching out to someone that you're a bigger company and you, you're like someone you've never met, you've never worked with before, you don't know them, and all of a sudden they're getting this meeting request, they're looking at it like, I don't even know who this person is, or I know that person, but I'm not sure, why would I be called to this thing? And they really don't know those answers, then they may just choose to blow you off. Now, of course, good protocol would be, I'm saying I'm attending or I'm not attending, and I, uh, you know, let you know ahead of time, right? The calendar tools have that capability. You click the button and it communicates. Uh, but what happens, of course, is if you saw someone clicked and then they don't show up. They said they were gonna be there and then they're not there. So yes, that does happen. So th what you want to make sure you do is build relationship ahead of time. So it it's the same as you would do out there in networking, in playing the influence game. And that is, how can you build relationship with someone, add value to them in their lives so that when you need to make an ask of them, like, can you show up to my meeting? Can you come share your wisdom? Can you uh, help us to solve this problem or answer this question? They have a basis with you so that it's not starting from scratch. So that's actually pretty important. Let me just talk a little bit about you know, what we mean by that and what it might look like. So it might be, let's say there's someone that I, I learn, wow, this problem needs Joe. Joe's gotta be here. Well, I don't know Joe yet. So the first thing I might do is reach out to Joe uh, and say, hey, I'd love to connect with you. Your name came up. I understand you are the guy. We've gotta have you involved in this process and help us solve this problem and I wanted to get to know you a little bit and have you get to know me a little bit. So you, you start that conversation and you show genuine interest in who they are. So tell me about yourself. How long have you worked here? What do you do? How does it work? You know, what about your, you know, where do you live? You know, you can get into where do you live? Tell me about your family and all that without being cheesy. You're not interviewing them for a job. It's not, you're not putting them on the spot in an uncomfortable way. That, that would be, that would be kind of icky, right? You don't want to do that. Um, and if they're really busy, you do the four and a half minute version, not the 30 minute version, right? You have to be sensitive to that and to their needs. So get to know them. How can I help you? Because you're in the end, you want them to show up and help you out. So you offer to help them. You know, see if there's a way that you can plug in and give them some value, something that you do. Maybe it's an introduction, maybe it's, a, uh, it's an opportunity to help them speed up something that they're stuck on. So you might ask, what are your biggest challenges right now? 
any way I can help you with that. And then you can end up developing more of a relationship over time, but certainly you get out of the gates on the right foot. Think of it as you're meeting someone who could become your new best friend. Right? You're at a party and you meet someone you're like, hey, nice to meet you. How are you today? Right? Um, if you're going to blow them off and be a jerk, they're not going to want to help you out. Right? They're not going to want to be your friend. So you're developing relationship, building um, a sense of community as you go. So that's a really important thing. Um, the other thing that you want to think about is when people do show up and they do help out, how can I make this something that, man, I'm going to that guy's meeting. I'm going to Pete's meeting, man. His meetings are always excellent. So a few things. Obviously, everything we're talking about here works in the virtual world and in the in-person world. So as you're starting to get back to you know, in-person working, you might find that these things do work as well. So if you're in person, you might be the one that always has the bagels, right? You know, something like that. You always have the cookies, the snacks, some, you know, bribe to get them there. Like, oh, I know I'm going to, they always have something really cool. So um, what's the extra? Now, it doesn't have to be food. It doesn't have to be coffee. It doesn't have to be drinks. It doesn't have to cost money. It could be that in the first, you know, couple minutes, uh, first two minutes of every meeting you're at that you sponsor you share something of value. It could be something fun, could be you know, you know the cheesy joke of the day. Um, you know, the, there's used to be the thing that when you uh, someone does a public speaking engagement for the first time, they stand up and you should quote unquote. You should always start with a joke. Well, you know, maybe, maybe not. But you know, so there's always something of value um, that you can provide with the room that's over and above what they're there for. Now, you might be thinking, well, if I'm going to give two minutes or five minutes of something extra on the front end, are they really going to want to be there? Are they going to want to show up if the meeting then runs five minutes long? No, don't let your meeting run five minutes long. So if you set your meeting up for an hour, make sure you're done in 55 or even 50 minutes or less. If it's set up for 30 minutes, make sure you're done in 20 or 25, right? Get in the habit of, of giving time back to people, right? I'm gonna go to Pete's meeting because he always over delivers on his promises, right? You wanna be that person. You wanna have that type of a relationship where they know it, that's the one I'm going to. I'm not gonna go to the one that's scheduled for an hour and always lasts an hour and a half. Don't be the guy that always runs long or gal, right? You get it. Um, you want to be the one who has control over the agenda. You provide the agenda ahead, ahead of time. You're crystal clear what each person's role is, why they're there. Because without the sense of purpose, they're like, well, why should I bother? Right. So you want to get people lined up behind why they're there. They want to be there because they know it's going to be a good use of their time. Emphasize during your meeting how they have contributed or are contributing to creating something that matters, right? What's the value that they've developed that you've created as you've gone through the session and now um, you solve this problem which is worth X dollars for the company or you solve this and fix this which is saving something for the client. Um, your customer is now happy where they weren't before. Right? You made a difference or you are making a difference by getting involved 
in this. So those are the elements. So you want to build relationship ahead of time. You want to be the one that they actually desire to come to because you over deliver on your promises. You always come through. You give time back. You make the meeting of value to them, not just to the outcome. It's not just about you. And then you demonstrate how they con their contributions actually raised value for the company, for the customers, for other employees, whatever the case may be. But they walk away saying, that was worth my time. So if you can do all of that, you will improve your chances when someone is double booked or triple booked or worse, that they can actually choose your meeting. Now, what if they don't choose your meeting? The other thing you want to do is set up a relationship so that they understand they can communicate to you, they can talk to you ahead of time and say, this is what I've got. I'm, I've got this challenge. I can't make it there at exactly the same time. Um, I'm struggling. I've got to go to this other thing or I have to choose between you. You could be the person who sometimes says, listen, no worries. Here's what I need from you ahead of time. If you could tell this, this answer now, then I can catch you up or you can fill in the blanks afterwards. Would you be willing to do that? And essentially you negotiate an acceptable solution, something that's acceptable to you and to them. So you find a way to get both parties plugged in and involved. Reward people with tremendous gratitude for communicating well. Yes, I can make it. No, I can't make it, but here's the, here's the stuff you asked for um, and, and for showing up. You know, demonstrate gratitude. Go out of your way with one-on-one. -on -one. Hey, thanks for being there. You made a difference. That sort of thing, you could do it on text, you could do it on email. If you're on site, you can tap him on the shoulder. And old fashioned, you can even phone him up and say, Hey, I appreciate you being there. Thanks so much. Right? So, building gratitude is making people feel good at the end. In the end, it comes down to building relationship. They are helping you because it's your meeting to get the result that you're striving to get. You need their help. So get them involved in the process, get them to feel good about the contributions they're making and feel good about working with you. All right, everyone, have a great weekend and we will catch you on Monday. Thanks for listening to this episode of Business Results Radio. Remember to share this episode on social media or directly with people you think would benefit from it. And if you are willing, Subscribe to this podcast and give us a five-star rating. Go ahead and do that now while you're thinking of it. I also want to invite you to visit businessresultsradio.com. And if you want to learn more about the Win Enterprises team or about the business consulting and mentoring services we provide, visit completebusinesstransformation.com. Thanks a bunch, and we will catch you again soon.